Welcome to Magnified Word Broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet Dikewood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, he's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyinyanu Kokraba. Now on today's message. Active in this world. That means that deception is still active. And uh, one of the one of the things that happen is that everybody is actually a product of either truth or deception that is in your life. And you know, um, you know, in Genesis chapter three, in Genesis chapter three, today I'm preaching for a short time, and I want us to listen carefully. Amen. Amen. In Genesis chapter 3, the Bible says from verse 1, Now the serpent was more subtle. Some people say subtle, but I don't know, I don't think it's subtle. It's subtle. Okay. It's spelled subtle, but it's pronounced subtle. Somebody say subtle. Okay. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, has God said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Okay. Verse 2. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the tree, of of the fruit of the trees of the garden. Verse 3. But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God had said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. So if you look at this verse, those who have read this story before, God told Adam, I don't think I have the time to go there, but it's in chapter 2, I think from verse 17. He told him that, don't eat of the fruit of this tree. But he didn't say don't touch it. I don't know if you're with me. If we, if you want us to read it so that people will understand what I'm saying. It means you can touch it. Okay, let's go. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou shalt eat thereof, thou shalt surely die. This is God speaking to Adam. Or Adam. Are you understanding that? Are we together? So God said, don't eat of this tree. That's all. Then continue. So that people understand the environment of the story. Verse 18. So God told Adam this. And the Lord God said, it is not good that a man should be alone. I will make him. So when God was telling Adam, Eve was not there. Are we together? So, Adam was there when God brought Eve. So I don't know what Adam told Eve. 
So maybe Adam told Eve that, Charlie, the way I'm sure, I can't If I say it as God has told me, you may not obey. So I will add something to it. So if you don't touch it, cry. Okay. Don't cry. I don't know if you understand me. So, so it's possible that God, when God told Adam, don't eat of it. Adam was to tell Eve after Eve had come. And then he, he added that maybe God told me that we shouldn't eat of the tree and even we shouldn't touch it. Or Adam may not have told Eve that, but Eve herself added that, which I suspect is the second one, added that this thing, the way my husband is saying, that means we won't touch it. So, let's go back to chapter 3, verse 3. So, Bible says that, and, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest you die. What I'm trying to bring to you is that, when Satan is deceiving us, he usually would Encourage us to have half truth, half lie. So one of the ways to know deception is when there's some truth, but there's also a lie. So anytime you see, or even somebody is dealing with you, but the person has, doesn't say everything truthfully, you should be worried about. Mm. I think I'm finished my message today. <laughs> it cannot be. The ideas are quiet, but it is well. That's the, is the, the, is the way forward. You should feel sad when things don't work. I can see on you, but it's like people are happy in church, but people don't know people are struggling. <laughs> yeah. Amen. So then, verse four. And Bible says, Pastor Oscar, and the serpent said unto the woman, ah, you shall not surely die. Verse 5. For God doth know that in the day that you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes. That's why ladies are good at seeing things that men can see. When she saw and a tree to be desired to make one wise, based on what the devil has said, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her. And he also did eat. So after the woman has been deceived and then eating the fruit and saw that it was good to her, let me share. So let me share with my husband because the two shall be one. So he called the husband and I'm sure the husband said, Oh Eve, didn't I tell you that God says we shouldn't eat of yourself? Maybe you have eaten it. And you shake the head a little bit. I heard when I was younger that if a lady wants to confuse you, she would do like that. So brothers, be careful. Of ladies who do this. Yeah, I'm telling you. 
A lot of brothers are confused, but they didn't know the day you got confused. The day that the lady did it. Those who are listening to me, they don't know what I'm doing. Even the ladies don't know that sometimes that's what causes the problem. So if, no, I'm telling you the truth. That's what Delilah did to um, something. <laughs> and something didn't do something, so she told him that, okay, you put your head here and I'll show you what, what you should have done. So, then she was able to convince the husband and the husband with all due respect to my language, foolishly ate something that the Lord has said, don't eat. So I'm saying all this to let you understand that there's a lot of deception. Even today, you can even be in church, but you're deceived. And sometimes what it is is that you have half truth, half lie. So you can't see that you're deceived. But you can know your deception by the results of your life. So most of us, our, the way our lives are going should tell us that it's possible I am, I have some deceptions around me. And that is why it is important to always want to know the truth and be a lover of truth. Today I want to talk a little bit about giving. Giving. And the deceptions about giving. So you can title today's message as Deceptions About Giving. Deception about giving. And today I just will touch on tithe and maybe a little bit on offering in the next few minutes. I don't want to preach, so I made my points. I tried to extract some points from Prophet's message to make it clearer. So I have 14 points. Okay. Is this a message that was preached many years ago? And I'm preaching it today. This time with points. That one, there was no point. So points number one. Some of the deceptions. The deception that not paying tithe won't affect you. Actually, do do this. Not paying, not giving won't affect you. Not giving. It's a deception. Because some people feel that, oh, so far as I work, so far as I go to school, so far as I relate to people, I, I will do well. But you see, you need to get to a point where you believe that if Bible says giving, especially giving of tithe, giving of offering, even giving of help, has a blessing, you are going to be a giver. Else, why would God say through the Apostle John that for God so loved the world that he gave? He gave his only begotten son and has now got many children. So there's power in giving. There's a blessing in giving. Those who don't give, they usually struggle in life. In Proverbs chapter 11 verse 24, there's this powerful scripture that one of the wisest, if not the wisest, said. And he says that there is that scattereth. Is there another version? Maybe another version. It says that give freely, I like this one, and become more wealthy. Be stingy and lose everything. Give freely and you become what? Wealthy. You become more wealthy. Are you here or you've gone home? I can't feel you. I say, say that give what? Freely and you become what? More wealthy. So wealth is not by the job you have. 
You can have a good job, you work at wherever. But if you are not a giver, you will be shocked that you are still poor. Stingy. You lose everything. And the next verse, verse 25, he says that the generals will prosper. Those who refresh others. He's talking about giving. Those who help others. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. So, when it comes to this life, one of the things that Satan has succeeded to do is to deceive most of us to be stingy. Is to be selfish. Is to be withholding. Is to be thinking of yourself and not wanting to be a blessing. Is to, even when it comes to tithe, you always want to keep. You don't give what is due God. And because of that, it could be the reason why we are struggling. Anybody who is not able to pay tithe, the possibility that you are not a giver is high. So what you mean to How much money? And it's one of the reasons why tithe is there. Tithe is, apart from what it does, it is also God's way of Wanted to see whether he's, if he says, don't touch this, will you won't touch? Like he told Adam, don't eat of the fruit. And Adam told the wife, don't eat. And the wife added, don't touch. But they touched, they ate the tithe. If it's a tithe, they ate the tithe. They ate what should have been for God. And then that was the beginning of something bad. This year, the Lord wants us to be givers. Givers of tithe, givers of offering, givers of your time, givers of help. The more you give, the more you realize that you become more blessed. Can I have a better amen? amen? This church, the reason why today we are not full is because most of us have withheld. I, I wish I could mention it, but you will not be happy. And so, like, how many people did you come to church with? How many people did you come to church with? But if we are all giving of ourselves, I'm sure every time we come to church, church will be nicer than this. Next week it will be nicer. Amen. Amen. Point number two. And I'm restricting my message to tithing and offering. He said that another deception, not believing the Bible as the living word of God. It's a deception in the world today. It's a deception in the church today. That many people don't really believe the Bible as the living word of God. That the Bible is the living word of God. The Bible is the living word of God. Somebody say with me, the Bible is the living word of God. Not the Bible has the living word of God. The Bible is the living word of God. I tell you, the Bible is the word of God. The Bible is a compilation of the word of God. Am I talking to Christians? The Bible is the word of God. The word of God is God. We all know. Isn't it also? John chapter 1. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. Some of you are not saying it. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. 
in him was life and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, the darkness comprehended him not. The word of God, the word of God is the Bible. The Bible is the word of God. But you see, not everybody thinks that the Bible is the living word of God. That is why you don't attach some seriousness to the Bible. That's why most people don't read their Bible. Actually, you don't know God by prayer. It's good to pray, but you can be praying to a a spirit somewhere. But you know God by the scriptures in you that you can easily quote in any circumstance. Should I say it again? I said, we can know you know God by the... I'm I'm not saying something out of my mind. I'm saying what the Bible says. He said the word of God is God. So, how do we know you have God and you know God? It is when you know more of the word. In this circumstance, what will God, what will God do? What is God saying? You know. In this one, that is you know God. So, you must get to a point where there's so much word in you that you cannot be deceived or deception is little in your life. That's why you should listen to preaching. That's why you should constantly want to hear what is the word of God saying. That's why you should read books. Because you are adding on knowledge. If you are a young person and you are not into scriptures now, I can imagine your future. You are done for. Number three. It says that selective obedience, the deception of people selecting what they want to obey. It's a deception. That, oh, me, I will obey this one. I will not obey this one. Me, I will obey this one. I know. Most of us are like that. You choose what you want to obey. And usually it is a reason why we are not doing well. Because it's like, oh, anything that does not favor you, you don't want to obey. You like the easy one. But can I tell you something? Okay, I'll tell only you. Since, can I tell you something? Yeah, then I'll tell all of you. Yeah. You know? I am not a little boy, okay? At least, I hear that I'm 1050. <laughs> yeah. And if it is true, then I've seen something in the past 50 years. And one of the things I've seen is that we always reap what we sow. <laughs> I feel like ending the message now. Because where is going, you know? Should I continue? You see, anything that the word of God says you should do and you don't do now, I mean like you don't do, you will live to see that you should have done. Because the price you pay, you can't handle it. 
Sister, do you understand? Yeah, you understand? Yeah? So, for example, if God says that, don't steal. Okay? And you steal. And even you're not caught. One day, that stealing that you stole, yes. maybe you're not caught, will let you feel that you are good at stealing. So one day you may not steal from home, but this time you find yourself stealing at the bank, and that's when the thief will be caught. Twenty years later, when God says, "Do not fornicate," and you fornicate, you are not seen. But one day, you realize that when you get a beloved, the reason why you can't trust your beloved is because you know how it is done. But maybe your beloved has not fornicated before, so he doesn't understand why your behavior, strange behaviors. I wish I could go deeper, but I'll wait for 14 February. Valentine's season. I'm trying to go deeper. Yes. <laughs> yeah. In the same way, if God says, the tithe is mine, I'm trying to tell you that God is not a man for us to play cards with. I'm speaking some of the things, I'm speaking from experience. I look at people and sometimes even me. Obediences that I did not obey. I hope you understand English. And the effect. And I wish time would go back. That's why I like this guy's song. Is it OJ? That song, I think is one of the best songs. So, the earlier you accept everything God is saying, the better. So, as we are growing, you realize that everybody is operating at your deceptive level, stroke your truth level. Everybody. You can even predict your future by your disobediences now. Today's message is not... Uh... <laughs> so, I want you to get up and go and ask three people. So, which which part of the Bible are you disobeying? Just ask three people. That. So, which part which part of the Bible are you disobeying? Uh, which which part of the Bible are you? Those who are sitting now, as if they're English, you don't understand. Ask three people. Which part of the Bible are you, and get an answer? Which part of the Bible are you disobeying? Which part of the Bible are you disobeying? Ask which part? Which part? You're not asking anybody. Ask which part of the Bible are you disobeying? Okay, talk to one person. Which part of the Bible are you disobeying? Just ask one person. Which part of the Bible are you disobeying? Another person, even the Bible, do you know? Do you know the Bible? Eh? Which part of the Bible are you disobeying? God bless you. Take your seat. Which part of the Bible are we disobeying? Selective disobedience. Help me. 
It's frightening. You know, David, David one day had a son that was chasing him, wanted to kill him. Not because the son was born like that, but because there were some things that David didn't do or David did that provoked that. So sometimes your life becomes basa or your father's life became basa because of some things that he didn't do or he did. And just like I'm telling you, when it comes to something like tithe, when you obey tithe, it makes your life, your future, but if you also don't obey, it also has another major series of things that are yet to happen that you will be shocked. If, if, if you will be wise, you will just say, okay, God, I'll give you what you I'm telling you, just eating fruits of the tree that God says you eat. Look at what it has brought. The whole world, we are, we are all living in this sufferings because of that little thing. Yes, just that. So if you can get to a point where you even know anytime you want to disobey God, you can ask God, God, this one, what is the weight of it? Then you decide, oh, this one can handle it. This one can't handle it. I will obey. I think I'm talking to myself. No, I think I'm talking to myself. Number four. Giving the tithe is Old Testament. A deception, another deception is that, oh, tithe is the Old Testament. Tithe is the Old Testament. Don't mind them. The pastors want to take your money. A tithe is the Old Testament. Don't mind them. The moment you hear things like that, ask the person, are you saying the Old Testament is not part of the Bible? Then if that is the case, such nine scriptures as what? Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I don't quote it because it's also in the Old Testament. The Lord shall supply all. That's what I put it says in the New Testament. I shall, I shall live and not die to declare that. Don't say those things. Someone, blessed is the man that's all those things. Don't. Psalm 91. The Lord is my what? My refuge and my strength. Don't quote all those things. Psalm 27. The Lord is the strength of my life. Don't quote all those scriptures. If that is what we are saying. So how come that now when it comes to tithe? So people say that, ah, I can Old Testament. No. It's a deception. Because Satan knows that if you are faithful with that one, some blessings are coming. Am I talking to God's people? I am encouraging a lot of us to be more serious with God when it comes to obeying his word. And especially today I'm talking about giving. And I'm emphasizing on giving tithe, giving offerings, giving your time, giving your life. If you do it now, your future is secured. If you don't do it now, one day you'll regret. I tell you, a lot of young people didn't serve God when they were young. When they get older, they regret. Some of you, you come to church, but you have decided not to do anything. You are just an Akpa brother, Akpa sister. You are just going, coming. You do nothing. One day in your 40s or 50s, you look back and say, ah, so what was I using my life to do? And by that time, you would have had children. You are, you are becoming weak. A lot of things are not working. And it will be too late. 
That's why when I see young people dancing, I get excited because this is your time. Ten years down the road. To, the, look, when you see when you see a 25 years dancing compared to a 15 years, the difference is big. I mean, like this morning, the first service had a, a dancing style. Beautiful. But you could see the differences. That these same people, when they were five years, they, they were, but this, uh, <laughs> this one, the way they are doing it, the body is difficult to move. <laughs> but you see, when they were younger, it's like swift. But now, just 24, 25. What about 35? What about 45? You do, 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 do. You see, so as you are growing, you realize that the movement is not as straight as I'm telling you. Footballers who are 18, 19, 20, when they come penalty, straight, but 35. Young people who get married, they are more frisky and energetic. But when they become older, they become something else. That's why you must smile when you're young. So I'm telling you that there's a time for everything. There's a time that when that time passes, it becomes difficult for you to recover. That's why when you look at young people like us, when I say us, one of you, who at this your age, you can't do much. You can't fast. You can't pray for hours. You can't bring people to church. I can predict that in five years, ten years, you will be aside. Because you, you don't do much now. Therefore, next years to come. Because we are still saying, that you, you bust, you'll be shocked. Today, this, where we are in now, you can't do your quiet time. You can't get up and do your quiet time. In ten years time, you, you, you will not even know what is quiet time. You come to church without the Bible. As I'm talking, you're not writing anything. In 10 years time, you, you don't believe in Bible. That is why prophet is strong on the young people. It's like, don't, we can't allow you to just be around. That's why we are going to be strong on this. If you want to, your future to be bright and we are strong on you, don't be angry. Because if you are saying say, am I talking to you? If you are saying say at a faster rate, now say young people even go mad. There are a lot of young mad people. Why? Because they are so wrong seats. Twenty-two years girl, then she's mad. Twenty-two years boy, then he's mad. Twenty-seven, gone so soon. Thirty-one, what a shock! It's frightening. It's frightening. Very, very frightening. I am praying for you. All those who are 25 and below or 30 and below. I am praying for you. You are the much target group. Your future must be clearer if you want, if you want your future to be nicer and brighter. You must be somebody who is giving yourself to God. Give yourself to things that God says you. Give yourself to time. Give, give yourself. Give yourself. Give Even we. Who have passed that stage? It's not easy for us as we are in now. Some of us were in scripture, you know, we were quoting scripture. Even as Christ, it's not easy. How much more you, your time? 
I think I'm talking to my I think I'm talking to myself. Recently, myself and Reverend Gabriel, some of the reverends, and happy happened to be there. We were talking, I said, ah, just few years ago, 20, 30 years ago, there was nothing like um, a boy and a girl holding their hands. Christians, you couldn't do that because it was sin. Like, you are, you are, like, like we are working together and then, Christian brother, Christian sister. Don't call you say, hey, hey, shut up, it was a serious matter. But, but today, today, today people are hugging, people are putting their hand where they don't have to put their hand, people are putting their mouth where they don't have to put their mouth, people are feeling free. What I'm saying, is it not true? You are sitting down like what I'm saying, you don't understand. I say what I'm saying, is it not true? When you do that and you come to church, then you like to sit at the back because you don't want Bishop to see your face. Or you keep bowing your head. After doing that, how can you go and bring souls to church? And this is the attack on the church now. That is the attack on the church. It's not easy. And you may think it's only you. It's happening everywhere. There's that pressure. And that's where Satan is even taking it deeper. So if you don't really give your life and give your time and give your money and give your things to God, I tell you, your future is very hazy. Who can say Papa Akowu Miensa from different places? Who have Your father's devil. You be any any of your father's devil, Keke. It's not just about the father's devil, but it is the 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 age where it's going. You know, it it is time something of what is the evil that is now. Where we are now is time something of what happened just few years ago. You'll be shocked. What I'm saying, if if you like, if you like, allow your life and say, God, I want to use my life as an experiment. I'll, I'll disobey and then do some, and let me see whether in 10 years time, what prophet is saying. And let's see what you have. You, you, some of you will be shocked. Look, I know, I know young ladies who are 13 years and pregnant. 18 years and have three children. Again, they are shocked because how it happened, you know? It, it doesn't, you don't, don't get it. You can be a good boy, a good girl, but the atmosphere we are in now is so some way that if you don't give yourself to God in a particular way, you'll be shocked what you can become. Preach. I've been thinking of late that did mad people know they were going to be mad? And I realized that they didn't know. Yeah. Some of them, something broke their heart and they became mad. So are you, do you know who you are going to meet? That will break your heart. If you don't give yourself to God. And give yourself properly. Some of you, you are giving your heart to a girl. You give your heart to a boy. And you feel like this person is the one I'm going to marry. What about if the, the, the day before the marriage, the person has changed my mind? Yeah, I've seen some before. Mine is not Stella. <laughs> I don't know why the message has turned, but God is working on us. The Holy Ghost. Oh, this is the message we need. 
heart, heart, heart. You joke with your heart. I wish I could share my heart with you. Have you been there when you, when somebody you love so much is not happy with you and your heart is just... You are 80 years, but you are almost having blood pressure. Sometimes you have to lose for ice blocks to put it on your chest to calm you down. And your father is asking, are you okay? So I'm just, <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> you even feel like killing yourself. They've not been there before. You sit at the lonely place and you are thinking. Sometimes you, sometimes you speak in tongues and people think you are, you are spiritual. You can find yourself walking for a long distance. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. Sometimes it looks like you are taking a walk, but it's not a walk. Your mind is getting confused. Like, should you be mad small? Or what? You are just trying to be stable. So you find yourself walk as instead of going to Kaswa, you find yourself going to Nyanyano, and then you get to a point where you realize that ah, where am I going? I think I'm preaching to myself. No, I think I'm preaching to myself. I'm, I'm, I am getting more convinced that. Look, I don't know. I don't know who I'm talking to. Take your time. And for because you can't even trust people. Yes, even if somebody says love you, I, I accept it, but have some, have, have some. Yes, I, I don't know whether people believe what I'm preaching, but maybe I should stop preaching. Because the real senior woman, the be like a yeah. Okay, let me let me continue. <laughs> okay, listen. This Friday, we are going to have a youth. Um, I tell them all night. Okay. I I told you during the December camp. So this, this is going to be our first tell them all night. And we will come as part of what we will do, we'll pray. I'll continue what I've shared today. Okay. And we'll watch some videos. Right. So we'll start at 9.30. After morning, 4.30. When we start, you know, there will be ministrations, dance-styles, dance, different times, singings, all those things. This is just for tell them. This Friday. Okay. So I'm reserving, because of time, I'm reserving the message. Because there are more inside for the, this online.
Tell them all night. Tell your mother and your father that Bishop says that this all night is a must come. I want to share some things that will, will help you safeguard your future. I'm telling you, it is dangerous. Yeah. You can be you can be standing by your, your supposed friend, but you don't know what is going on. That this friend that you talk is your lover. It's also a lover of this one and this one and this one. And and they are all around. They are all around. They are all around. They are all around. We are all in church. They are all around. That's where we are. That's like Gideon is saying, Oh, now, how are you? And all the five. How are you? How are you? How are you? How are you? you? This one is Spanish. This is French. This is Chinese. This is German. I mean, what are you doing? All I'm saying is that the world is dangerous. That's why you must give your things and your everything to God. And then it is God who is guiding you. And God is the one who is... So if there's anything, you know that God is safeguarding you. Am I talking to God's people? May the Lord preserve your life. Everybody who comes to this service, may the Lord preserve your life. Because you have given yourself to God, He will preserve your life. Yes. And I prophesy that this service, everybody who is faithful with your tithe that you're giving, may you reap it hundredfold. In the name of Jesus. By the end of this year, if you don't see a change in your life, then it is possible that when you're coming to church, you're not listening. But if you're listening, and you, you did something about it, oh, you see it. End of this year, Krawa. Yes, like Prophet David said, by June you see tangible. It is true. It's not a lie. Can I tell you something? I've seen it. I've been a Christian for a while. So many years. Serving the Lord. Working in the church. Listen, I have seen that. Usually there's a gap. There are gaps. And if you check it and you correct it, you realize that now it begins to correct. I'm telling you. So when you see a, someone who is a Christian and said, I, I can't see a change. I don't know what God is doing. And ask the person, listen, let's start from tithes. Let's start from tithes. How is your tithing like? So, I don't work. He said, no. Tithing is not only for people who work. Tithing is anybody who receives something. You didn't have something and you received something. If somebody dashes you a bag of rice, you have to pay tithes on it. You have to find out how much is this bag of rice? How much is the bag of rice? Five kilos. Eighty-five cities or eighty cities. So five kilo. Five kilo bag of rice. Eighty cities. Your tithe is eight cities. You don't say me and they don't pay me. I'm talking about just a normal. Then you eat and then no, it's eight cities. Somebody blesses you with a dress that couldn't fit her. You have to ask, hey, so how much is the dress? I bought it for 150 Ghana. Really? That means tight, 15 Ghana. What they count? 8 plus 15, 23. 200 Ghana. 20 Ghana. 
money eight cities. At a yen fifteen Ghana tie. Sikamia twenty Ghana. I saw Kenny in album eight plus fifteen, twenty-three plus twenty, forty-three. Now you fit two hundred more. That's your ties of cash and kind. If you don't do that, you have gaps. It's the reason why when your phone fell in the water, nobody was able to help you. Not even God. And I'm telling you, if you don't obey that one, you realize that you go through your life, uh, but there are a lot of gaps. And you don't understand why nobody is marrying me, my family, nobody cares. And then, listen, stop judging me. Everybody is a, you are a leader of your life. Even if you came into the world and your father died, you have to take control and then move. Like, don't, don't attribute your, your situation now to somebody. Take charge. That's why Jesus comes to your life to help you take charge. Don't blame your mother. There are many people who have fathers who are alive and they are still not doing their father thing. Even the court almost like they are not there. Don't, don't talk like that. Only the other one need to. Ena me papa oh, ena mami oh, ena me catch oh. Unye serious. Rich again. Unye serious. I tell you, you have full intention. I can say, me will probably send him away. Mommy will send him away. Papa will send him. Papa will tell me, hey. So, there are even 12 years children, young people who go to market, buy things, go here, sell this. Do, they are doing things. And you at your age, 15, 17, 19, 20, 24, 28, you don't know what to do. You are not serious. I'm telling you, you are not serious. You, you don't want your future to be bright. And, Neo Yan is a Utmisha Ganyo movie. Usha Nigeria movie. Usha jokes. Usha clown. And one, oh yeah. You are even wasting the case. You are even wasting the case. Let me tell you something. Everybody, that's why we are doing intimate counseling. Come and talk to us with the pastor. And we'll guide you. Your life should not be as it says. After many years from now, it shouldn't. I guess I, I your fault. There's, I am not here to tell you to get your money. I'm rather showing how God wants your future to be bright. Because the tithe is not only on money. You may not even have a job, but because God is giving people, touching people's hearts to give you things, and you pay tithe on them. You realize that God has programmed a lot of things. So you get, somebody is planning to give you a car. Someone is planning to buy a house. Someone is planning to give you this. And all those things, because of your faithfulness in your tithing of the different things that God brings you. I'm telling you. You serve God properly. When he says you shall serve and he shall bless. It's part of it. You serve God properly. God has a way of planning, programming. Because you are giving your life. Programming all these things. The way you keep coming to rehearsal, you always struggle to even get a car back. So if I give you a car, it will help. Why shouldn't God think about it? God reasons for why he should give you something before he gives it to you. He is not a fool. That's why I said God is not a man that he should lie. Nor the son of man that he should repent. Even human beings, we are not fools. Why should I give you something when I know that you don't need it? I'll give you something when you need it.
I'm closing my telling that God loves everyone so much. You're, you're not a bad person. Huh? Somebody tell yourself, I'm not a bad person. It's one of the things that Satan succeeds to do. To make us feel like that the worst, that bad, that this, look at this, look at that. Listen, you have to don't reject all those things. And tell yourself, I'm not a bad person. I've made mistakes, but God can let things work together for my good. I am going to make sure that I give myself more to God, give my time to God, give my money to God. And God has a way of making things beautiful. By the time you realize, next year, two years, life has changed. Your life has become so nicer, so glorious, so better. And that is what will happen practically. Let your amen establish your blessing. Stand to your feet, my dear. Lift up your hands to the Lord. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Oh my soul. Worship His holy name. Oh, sing like never before. Oh my soul, I worship your holy name. Sing it, Kevin. Oh, bless the Lord, oh my soul. I want everybody to please close your eyes. Oh my soul, worship his holy name. Sing like never before. Sing like never before. Oh, oh my soul, I worship your holy name. Sing the standard one. The sun comes up. It's a new Oh, oh. 
Sing like never before. Oh, my soul, I worship your holy name. For the last time, sing like never before. Sing like never before. And oh, my soul, I worship your holy You're not, you're not born again. I want to pray with you. I want you to give your life to Jesus. And that will be the best decision. You want to say, Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. Stand where you are and lift up both hands and I'll pray with you. Lift up both hands. You want to say, Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. God bless you, brother. Lift it up high. Let it go higher. Stand where you are. And you're going to make a simple prayer after me. And I want the whole church to join. Lift up both hands. Lift up both hands with all humility. Yes, I see some hands up. Lift it up high. Lift it up at the back, in the middle there, on the side here. Lift it up high. And you're going to pray this simple prayer with me. And through this prayer, Jesus will show you mercy like God showed some of us mercy. Say this after me. You have lifted it. Let it go higher. And say, Lord Jesus. I want the whole church to join. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me of all my, my sins, my bad ways, my rebellion, my stubbornness. From today, I confess you as my Savior, my Lord and my Master. Please write my name in the book of life. Be the Lord of my life. From today, I am yours and you are mine. Satan, listen to me. Say it loud. Satan, listen to me. I am no longer your servant. You are no longer my master. Jesus has set me free and I'm free indeed. Thank you, Father, for hearing my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Those who prayed, we have a gift for you. We have a gift? Books? Books are finished. So what gift do we have? <laughs> Books? How many gave your life to Jesus? Let me see your hand. We want to count you for a gift. Come, 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 come. Clap for them as they come. Come. Sister, I'm also looking at you. Come. You prayed. Come. Come. 
I believe you've been blessed for listening to this powerful message. For prayers and counseling, contact the following numbers 0273 